Welcome everyone to the final division preview podcast for this upcoming NFL season here at Making the Call. I'm joined by Trent, Austin, and Alex, and we have got the East divisions left. So we'll start with the NFC East and then the AFC East, and that'll be the podcast. But before we get into that, we each have come prepared and ready with just one story that's on our mind. It could be sports related, could be not sports related, uh, really could be anything. And this was actually Alex's idea. So Alex, we'll start with you. What's the what's the story that's been on your mind this week? The story that's been on my mind this week is the hottest team in baseball, the Seattle Mariners. My goodness, Julio Rodriguez last weekend had 17 hits in four games, an MLB record. And overall, it's just been fun to watch. I could talk about the Mariners for probably 30 minutes right now, but one stat that really stands out to me that's like the formula of this team is over the last 30 games, they've either won a game or they've only lost by two runs, which is really what carries this team is the pitching and the bullpen. And I think that's the formula going forward. Like, I don't know, all the way to, up to the All-Star game, it was win one, lose one, win one, lose one. I thought they were destined to go 81 and 81, but... Finally, the offense sort of turned a corner here and behind the best bullpen in the league and top five rotation, like sky's the limit, really. They just got to keep it going. Schedule's pretty light right now, and they're only two games out of the division, the third wildcard team right now. So I don't know. We're just rolling right now, and it's fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And you made, you made your way down to the armpit. You went into the belly of the beast. I did. Watched- I did. Watched one of the games that uh, that led to a sweep against the Houston Astros. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, Julio Rodriguez, I just pulled it up because I'm curious. His last five games, he's got a 667 batting average. Oh, gosh. Yes. Nice. <laughs> insane. 18 hits, two home runs, eight RBIs in five games. Yeah, I'm really eating it on my Laoti comments. And Alex <laughs> crucified me on Twitter. <laughs> for those comments earlier this week so at the yeah. time <laughs> at the time they were warranted yes at the time it was warranted but he don't look at like don't look at laody's last month <laughs> well that's i mean yeah i tweeted out his monthly splits and that's what kind of started the discussion on twitter in may his ops was 935 in june it was 824 in july it was 625 and so far in august it's 440 which if you want the splits for that, that's a 161 batting average, a 172 on base percentage, and a 268 slugging. Like it's he goes from 935 to 440. Like no one we couldn't have seen that coming. So comments yeah. don't look good now, but they were fine in the moment. All right. Yes. Yeah. Uh let's see. Trent or Austin? Austin. I'll go. Ladies and gentlemen, the most wonderful time of the year is back. It's upon us. It is week zero of the college football season. And I could not be more excited when I look at, I mean, it's just what a three game slate this weekend, but Hey, college football, well, three game slate for the yeah. top 25. Like we got the top. Irish in Ireland. The Irish are playing Navy. USC is going to whip up on San Jose state. And then Utah and Florida should be a fun one for this weekend. But yes, you know, the preseason rankings came out a couple of weeks ago. UT at 11 has all of us salivating, just ready to watch that go down and down and down each week. Uh, Speak I for yourself. Think, I don't know. If, I think this year it might be a little bit different. It's I think different. Texas real. is back. I don't think Texas is oh, back. Oh, 
Drake, th- <laughs> are you making the call? Sure. No, not? I'm not. Yeah, Trent can make the call. <laughs> what even is that call? call? That Texas is back. What does back mean? <laughs> Top 10 team, I guess, throughout the season. Once again, Michigan is over high. Big 12 championship. LSU is start. or sorry, LSU is starting at five. Bama is starting at four. Four, three SEC teams are in the top five. So to start to start the season, it's the most wonderful shock. time of the year. The Aggies are ranked twenty three right now, which is like just enough to like pique our interest, but not high enough that we're like so negative. So I'll be interested to see how they fall. I think they're like seven and five this year, but so that's neither here nor there. But so, so based on what you've said, it seems like the Aggies and the Longhorns have flipped places to where. The Aggies used to be the overrated team, and then they just took the Longhorns at like number twenty-three or twenty-two. And this year, it's flipped to where now the UT is a uh, eleven and A and M's twenty-three. Yeah, honestly, if I was drafting college programs right now, I wouldn't draft the Aggies. <laughs> Probably <laughs> until we'll, we'll see how Wegman pans out, and if the marriage of Jimbo and Petrino. That's going to be probably the most interesting coach coordinator matchup this season. So we'll see how that shakes out. I haven't done any reading on your Baylor Bears. I don't know how they're going to do. I haven't done any reading on any college football yet, but this is a good teaser for next week's episode, which will be very college football heavy as we get ready for week one of the of the college season. Uh, so we'll do a lot of that next week. I've got a lot of reading to do. Austin is you know, our college football expert. I'm sure Alex is going to have a, a nice parlay for us. Might even have them for week zero. Who knows? I do have one for week zero. You want me oh, to- you do? Okay, oh, let's, let's hear it. Let's tweet it. Hold on, hold on. Oh, it's raining. I had to pull, had to pull it up. Okay, we'll come back to you. Trent, what's, yeah, your, yeah, what, come back to it. what's your big story? Um, I bought a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Indoors or outdoor chair? Indoor chair. It's a recliner. It's a. It swivels. It spins. It's powered, and it looks like an egg. (laughs) So I feel like a Jedi when I sit in it. (laughs) You'll have to let me know how you like your powered furniture. We have ours, and we hate it. And my wife doesn't fit in it. So it is your chair. (laughs) Her feet do not touch the floor. (laughs) So yes, it is my chair. Have you put your daughter in said chair? Oh, yeah, of course. Is it cute? Where Where is the yes. chair? Is it in the living room? It is in the living room. Okay. You should move your egg chair for one week only into podcast mode so we can see it. Where'd you get it? Living spaces. That's where you hey, get your couch. That is where I got my couch. Good place. I want that couch. Nice. It's a nice couch. All right. So your big story is you got a chair. Well, at least your story has legs. Um, I like it. So, all right, my big story. That was nice. It doesn't have legs, though. It's just like sitting on a little circle. Oh, well, okay. There goes that joke. All right. Um, I'll do I'll do a non-sports story because I wanted to say my story was the coldest team in baseball to kind of go opposite of Alex and talk about the Rangers. But my story is that this week tonight, um, actually, so we're recording this. It's seven twenty-eight p.m. It will it will have already come out by the time that you're listening to the podcast. But the two episode premiere of Ahsoka debuts on Tuesday night at eight o'clock Central Time, and I have 
crazy high expectations for this show, which I know is probably a bad thing. That's just setting myself up to be let down. But I'm very, very excited for this. Ahsoka is one of my all-time favorite Star Wars characters. And it's ba- we're basically getting Rebels Season 5 just in live action. And if it's anything like the prior four seasons of Rebels, then it's just going to be fantastic television. So cannot wait for that, especially if you're a Star Wars fan. Make sure you're watching that. We might uh, we might have some nuggets about it throughout this eight episode run that it's going to be having. But I'm so excited. I need to I hurry wait. up. Then Rebels is only four seasons. Rebels is four season. That's four. Trent's holding up a five, which doesn't tell the podcast listeners anything. But it just sounds no, like you're arguing with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's All four right, seasons, and then Clone Wars is seven. I watched the last five episodes of season four today. All right. I got the parlay pulled up. If you want me to go through it real quick? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm going under in the Navy Notre Dame game at 51 points because I expect Notre Dame to sort of just kill him and Navy doesn't know how to throw a forward pass. So that's why I'm going under there. It's 51. Yeah. I thought that was pretty high. Way too high. Because I feel like both teams, they're in Ireland, so they're going to come out a little sleepy. But I think Notre Dame's going to pull away eventually. Then I got UTEP minus one against Jackson State, sort of a pick 'em, but going with UTEP. I got San Diego State minus two and a half against Ohio, coming all the way to the West Coast. I just I like San Diego State a little bit better. And then finally, the late night game. I'm going over for the San Jose State at USC game because USC they always blow out teams or. Lincoln Riley always blows out teams in week one and his defense is never that good. So I think they're going to give up like 14 to 21 points and put up probably 49 to 56. So that right there gets you the over. So that's a 14 parlay at plus 1081. 14 plus 1081. Okay. I was going to look up uh, Lincoln Riley's like record in week one after you said that. And I typed in, I typed in Lincoln Riley and the first thing that popped up was Lincoln Riley brisket. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> i assume he's undefeated in week one because he, he probably is i was just I, I was trying to get some some stats behind it but all right let's get into the uh let's get into the division previews let's start with the nfc east uh i'll run through how 22 2022 went for these teams and how the division has changed and then we'll get into the big questions for each team all so right. for the eagles they won the division they went 14 and three lost in the super bowl to the chiefs Cowboys went 12 and 5, lost in the divisional round to the 49ers. Giants went 9-7 and 1 and lost in the divisional round to the Eagles. And the Commanders went 8-8 and 1 and missed the playoffs. How the division has changed. Eagles lost offensive coordinator Shane Steichen and defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon. They replaced running back Miles Sanders with DeAndre Swift. They lost defensive tackle Javon Hargrave and safety CJ Gardner Johnson in free agency. They also drafted defensive tackle Jalen Carter and linebacker Nolan Smith. Uh, the Cowboys, they let go of offensive coordinator Kellett Moore. They traded for wide receiver Brandon Cooks and cornerback Stephon Gilmore. They released running back Ezekiel Elliott and let tight end Dalton Schultz walk. They also drafted the future GOAT running back Deuce Vaughn. The Giants drafted wide receiver Jalen Hyatt and traded for tight end Darren Waller. The Commanders brought in Eric Bieniemy as their new offensive coordinator and will have a full year of Sam Howell as their quarterback. So one big question for each team. Usually we go in order of how these teams finished the how the division standings were the year before but i want to save the eagles for last 
We'll start with the Cowboys. Is this the most talented Cowboys roster of our lifetime? No. No. Not even close. Okay. Which better, Trent. Which one comes to mind? I don't know. Not, not this idea. one. Because their last Super Bowl was 96. So which, 95. No, 95, 96 season. Okay, 92, 93, 95 is how I remember it. But. Yeah. So we weren't born then. Trent, you were born at the end of 96. Austin, I, you were born 97. Yeah, March 97. Okay. Alex and I were 97. Yeah. So basically since they've last been to a Super Bowl or been to an NFC championship. Dax rookie year was the best team the Cowboys ever had. That team was good. That team would have won the Super Bowl if they let Tony Romo back in. Ooh, hot take. That's, that's not that. I don't. Th- I don't think it's a hot take. It's I think not, it's, it's not a hot take. There are several people that agree with Trent. That's a, my, my father-in-law included, and maybe honestly, maybe. never really thought about that scenario. So, I mean, yeah, that's a good point about Tony Romo, but that's also like a big hypothetical. Like I'm thinking of the teams that we saw on the field, not necessarily like Romo wasn't the starting quarterback that year. He got replaced. Uh, no, he was uh, the starting quarterback out. that got hurt. But he got hurt in the preseason. So the entire year was Dak. Right. That team, you're, t- you're asking me which team was more talented. And if anything, they had Tony Romo and Dak, which makes them more talented. Yeah. The team around them was more talented. The quarterback was less talented. I'd still say the quarterback is less talented. Is that what, 2016? Yeah, I I mean, but I think the defense is better this year than it was in 2016. That defense was basically like, if Sean Lee is healthy, then they're okay. And if he's not, then they can't stop anyone. You asked me a question, I gave you an answer. It's so 2016 is a good counter to me. The, the only team that I think could truly contend against it would be that 2014 Cowboys team yeah, who lost to the Packers. That was the Descottic game. And I went and looked. So that team offensively, they ranked, uh, let's see in points. They were fifth and yards. They were seventh, uh, defensively. They were 15th in points and 19th in yards. So they were, you know, top five, top 10 offense and basically a middle of the pack defense. You look at their often the offensive weapons on that 2014 team. You had Tony Romo as a quarterback, DeMarco Murray as uh, the running back, which I pulled up his stats that season. DeMarco Murray He's, had 1800 rushing yards. Yeah. That was the season that killed his career. Cause yeah. Killed his why did it kill his career? Because I mean the Cowboys ran him. I mean, it's like it's that way with they everyone. Ran him in the back. Ground. Yeah, you ran him into the ground. That's what happened yeah. with Zeke. That's what's uh, happening okay. with everybody. He's, he landed on his feet. He's the running back coach, though. You know, he's all fine. Yeah. And then pass catchers, they had Des Bryant, Terrence Williams, Cole Beasley, and Jason Witten. And so Zach, you, Zach Martin and Tyrod Smith both made first team all pro that year. Zach Martin was a rookie, so it was Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, Travis Frederick made Travis Frederick, team. Doug Free, and Ronald Leary. And Jason, Jason Went was tied in. Yeah. Yep. And then this year, it's going to be Dak, Tony Pollard, CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup, and Jake Ferguson. And if that defense was the 15th ranked defense, you know, that season in points, what would you say the floor for the Cowboys defense under Dan Quinn is this year? Like 10th? 
That yeah, I was gonna say bottom of the mm-hmm. like top ten, like eight, nine, ten. Mm-hmm. And what's the ceiling for this defense? One, one, like one or two. So I just, I think Tony Romo in twenty fourteen was better than Dak is this year, but I think all the other pieces around it, I think it's worth asking the question at least. So I mean, I'd take Demarco Murray over Tony Pollard that year and I'd take Jason Witten over our entire tight end room. So it's really just and we've got Des Bryant really, over C D. Easy. No. Easy. I think CD. I'd take two no, and three. No, no. I'd take two I and three this year over two and three that year though. CD's better than CD's better than Des. No. No, he's not. No, he's not. It, no. Yes, he is. Not, I, have, I, I would say that was the last big year of Des because I'm looking at his stats. He had 1,300 receiving yards and 16 touchdowns. Well, I'll phrase it like this. CD's going to have a Des like 2014 year this season. He's going to okay. ball out. I like that. Okay. I hope I like you're right, that. man. All right. So that was my question about the Cowboys. Let's move to the Giants. Uh, are they going to have any receivers play outside? Or is it just going to be a million slot receivers and Darren Waller? It's the Darren Waller show with the Giants. You think so? I mean, we're already seeing it in the preseason. They're just feeding him. It's the Saquon and Darren Waller show. Let's be clear. That's a run for his team. I wish Rosie was here so I could ask this fantasy question. Who on the Giants receiving core is fantasy relevant? (laughs) And he's going to name people we've never heard of. Isaiah Hodgins. <laughs> Who are the outside receivers for the Giants? I don't even know. Uh, is Sterling Isaiah Shepard Hodgins. still on the team? He is. He is. Yes. He, is he is the longest tenured Giant. Huh. Sterling Shepard is. God. I saw a sat on that on TikTok or something the other day. He'll probably flash for like three games and then get hurt again. That's, That's what he what does he every year. Uh, the starting depth chart. Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton, and Paris Campbell. I forgot about Slayton. Yikes. And then what? Sterling Shepard, Jalen Hyatt, Jamison Crowder, Wondell Cole Robinson. Beasley, Cole Wondell Beasley. Robinson. Oh, I forgot about Cole Beasley. That's it's just be a weird. it's a bunch of short kings. Honestly, if the Giants get off to a good start, they could be a sneaky team to try and trade for Devontae Adams. To be honest, like that'd be the perfect match Ooh, for them. I like that. Everyone okay, expects him to like go that. to the other New York team, and he just goes to the Giants. I mean, he'd be the number one target there. Why not? Yeah. Just Adams recreating the, uh, the 2022 Raiders with Waller and Adams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, the Commanders. So, Next. Sam Howell. Could they, like, could they be good this year? How hurt is Terry McLaurin? I think, they're good. I think good for them is being mid, just not being complete crap. Like, seven, eight wins. I could see it. Well, so they were, they were the definition of mid because they went eight and eight in a season was 17 games they were eight eight and one i thought they were worse than that honestly so could they i mean oh mclaurin's not that hurt can you get 10 wins out of this commander's team not in this division maybe if they get some luck yeah this the nfl anything could happen There's so i mean it's it. it's not a crazy idea to you trent no kind of i think i mean sam howell has to be great Looked all right. He's looked good in the in the preseason. I mean, I think the enemy's got a good it's system pre- that he's implementing. It's the preseason that with the, with the yeah, I said massive grain of salt, not a massive grain of salt, a tiny grain of salt. Yeah, yeah. Don't ever preseason's just preseason, man. 
I yeah. don't believe in it. The Vikings haven't won a preseason game since 2018. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. It's like the Ravens. <laughs> oh, you guys were starting Kellen Mond for two years, right? Yeah. <laughs> he started. Didn't he start the Hall of Fame game this year? Yeah. Or like Cleveland did. or something? He did. Browns. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anything else on Cowboys, Giants, or Commanders before I give you my uh, Eagles theory? No, go, go for it. Tell us that they suck, even though nobody else thinks so. They don't suck. Judging by Trent's groan, I can tell he's excited. So I it's, it's no secret that I'm down on the Eagles in the year of our Lord 2023. And... I was trying to go back in history and find a good just comparison for the Eagles last year. Because you look at the Eagles team in 2022, you had Jalen Hurts, who was unproven up to that point. There were question marks about could he be a starter in this league long term? There were, you know, the reports came out after the fact that the Eagles tried to trade for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson didn't want to go to Philly. So then the Denver deal happened. So the Eagles weren't satisfied with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. And then they have the 2022 season. Everything breaks right. He has, you know, an MVP season. He doesn't win because he gets hurt in the last few weeks. And they get to the Super Bowl. They go all the way to the Super Bowl and then they lose. And there was one team that came to mind for me where they had they were they were decent right in the years leading up to it and then they had a season where everything broke right they had an MVP quarterback their their quarterback actually won the MVP they get all the way to the Super Bowl and they lose the team i'm thinking of is the 2015 Carolina Panthers dude that was the Broncos year right it was mm-hmm. Carolina Panthers you look at some of Cam Newton's stats where you look at like touchdown percentage. He was a career like 4% on touchdowns. Then in 2015, he was 7.1%. You see an increase in, in his touchdowns. He went from 18 touchdowns the year before to 35 in his MVP campaign. They get all the way to the Super Bowl. They lose to Denver. You know what the Carolina Panthers did in 2016? I mean, surely they were like still a contender. They were a dominant team in the NFC. No, no Cam Newton got hurt. Can't they tank? Cam, Cam Newton played fourteen of the sixteen games. Same thing. <laughs> they went off. six and ten. They started the year one and five in their first six games. I can guarantee you, the Eagles aren't going to be that bad. They're not. Then you go look at Jalen Hurts and his stats put the draft i hope he listens to this you look at what jalen hurts did and we have a smaller sample size for him because he's only had two years as a starter 2021 and 2022 2021 he was 3.8 percent touchdown percentage that goes up to 4.8 a whole percentage point his touchdowns goes from 16 to 22 his interception percentage gets cut in half from 2.1 to 1.3 which 1.3 touched or interception percentage would be historic, like the best rate for a quarterback of all time, better than Rogers, better than Brady. Like 1.3 is not sustainable in your mind. 
it, it, it has never been sustained before. In the mind of every NFL quarterback ever. His quarterback rating goes from 48 to 66. I am I like I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. You are that that you the, think the Eagles are going to go down? Yes, you are. Yes, exactly. They're not going to go down. They have a one. They have a better defense than the they, 2015 like Carolina Eagles Panthers. Got and their defense is young and improving. Like also, they have a running back core. They've got receivers. They've got a good line. Where is the fall off here? I don't see it. They Everyone's were returning. Outside of the last few weeks of the season when Hurts got hurt, they were one of the healthiest teams in the league. They had no injuries. Okay, so yeah, that okay. So if you say that the injury bug's gonna hit them, then yeah, I'll agree with you there. But let's see what happens there. But other than that, if they can stay healthy or at least they lost their, their injuries, they're gonna be right where they were last year. They're still deep. Yeah. And they got even deeper in the draft. They lost both I mean, coordinators. Everyone loved their draft two years ago. Did any of those draft picks were they any of them a contributor to that team last year? Oh, yeah, Jalen Hurts. Draft picks from two years ago. <laughs> no, Jalen Hurts was three years ago. Yeah, I don't. I don't know their draft picks from two years ago. Off the top exactly. Of I'm sorry. I, had I, don't a, the, I don't have the Eagles roster memorized. So yeah, name the Cowboys name. draft picks from two years ago. <laughs> Micah Parsons. That's yeah. <laughs> Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. I I feel like no one else like everyone is just like penciling in the Eagles to win the NFC. I'm not penciling them in. They're gonna be up. They're in the they're a contender, yeah. But I'm part, also not like, yeah. the NFC is wide open. Devontae Smith was two years ago. Kenneth Gainwell, the Super Bowl leading rusher, was two years ago. Zach McPherson, the defensive back, was two years ago. So, yeah, Devontae yeah. Smith at least hit. Two years ago. So, Devontae Smith. Kenneth Gainwell. I'd put him in there, Not too. Not bad. Kenneth Gainwell okay, is a decent backup. Good depth piece. Okay. I don't know, man. I just feel like this is the part where you recant. No, I'm not because my, my take on Jalen hurts is the same take that I have on Dak Prescott, which is, can I get a larger sample size? Cause so much was made of Dak Prescott's interceptions in 2022, where you go look at Dak Prescott and his career from an interception standpoint, he had an interception percent of like two, and then it was four last year. And he had about a five five year sample size, where he was not he was not a turnover happy quarterback. And then he has one year with no weapons. I just I want to see more before I'm gonna assume that that's just what we're gonna get moving forward. Trent, what what were you gonna yeah, say? Trent's got like a grin. Oh, we lost you, him. You're saying no, he's here. He's larger. Oh, he's delayed. You're saying like larger sample size, and it's been eight years. That's what I'm no, I'm saying we had like a six year sample size of Dak Prescott being a, a not turnover happy quarterback, and then he has one flash in the pan. And it's oh my gosh, he's gonna lead the league in interceptions every year for the well, end of time. Well, what happened in those like he got injured, now he's forced to be in the pocket, he can't escape the pocket. So maybe now that he's more of a pocket passing quarterback, 
interceptions happen a little bit more. He takes more risks. That's not true because 2021, he played 16 games and he had an interception rate of 1.7. And then it goes 3.8 the following year. I guess we'll just have to see. I guess so. All right, we can move on from the Dak and Hurts discussion. But when Dak is good this year and Jalen Hurts is bad, we'll remember this. They can both be good. We'll make it a a social media when Cowboys win the division and the Eagles go nine and eight. Are you making the call? Are you making the call? Oh, wait, you're setting it at nine. You're setting it at nine and eight. I don't think the Eagles win. I don't think they get double digit wins. Steak okay, dinner. make the call that the Cowboys win the division then. Steak dinner. Do it. Do it. Like their their lines. Steak dinner. <laughs> I'll make the call, but I won't. I won't bet um, a steak on it. Okay, I feel like the NFC is weak. <sighs> That's pansy. Here's the thing, Austin. If you lived here, then I would be making steak dinner bets with you. All the time, but it took Alex like nine months to pay up his because you live That's eight hours awesome. away. Okay, Six. Okay. I thought you were gonna blame that on me for a second. I'm not. No, <laughs> I'm not blaming it on you at all. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm gonna start coming to Dallas every year for a conference. So, oh, good. Yeah. So we'll do all of our debt payoffs one day out of the year. Yeah, because I Sounds think I bet Alex two beer bats on something. And then I, yeah. Like, all right. I don't even remember what that was. I have oh, another steak. I have a steak dinner bet with somebody else. At, I forgot who it was. Yeah, I need to go back and Rosie? re-listen to that podcast and write all. Maybe those down. it's Rosie, and then I have a diaper bet with Trent <laughs> on the what Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys win total six and a half when I bought it super low before <laughs> the Cooks and Gilmore discussion. Yeah, six and a half is a little low. You still sticking with that, Trent? Under yep. six and a half. Mike McCarthy is calling plays. That's all you need to know. Are they going six? <laughs> the, rest of, the rest of the rest of the team is irrelevant. Man, we made it. Wouldn't hate it. We made it thirty minutes into the podcast before McCarthy got mentioned. I was, I was dreading that moment, but wow, here we are. Already thirty minutes into the podcast, and we haven't even gotten to the tiers yet. All right, team <laughs> tiers: NFC East, Eagles. So to recap, uh, Trent might have some some of his own tiers, but the I don't the one, this week. Dang. No, you don't. Okay, so the ones that we've got week. so far is Super Bowl or bust, division favorite, wild card team, living young, wild, and free. A quarterback away from being for real, tanking for Caleb, king of mid, deep playoff runner, bust. So I'll make up tears as we go. Okay, Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, Super Bowl Austin. Or bust. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. Super- oh, sorry, I didn't know we were going. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just going Super Bowl or bust. Like they made the Super Bowl last year. They've got that taste in their mouth. They sort of got their mouth. Like I don't know. They just want they they want to get back there. Like. They had the turf issue. They didn't get a sack in the game. They're, they just left the game feeling like they could have won it. They had it in their hands, and the defense didn't really show up. But everyone's coming back, trying to reload. So I think this is a Super Bowl or bust team. I didn't realize there was a turf issue in the Super Bowl. I hadn't heard like any Eagles fans talk about it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's only August, and we're still hearing about that dang turf. It's not like you know the Chiefs also played had, on I it. I think they had a point hey if Messi has were there a problem two fields? with turf then there's a problem with turf <laughs> i think the, the chiefs had an inside track on what cleats to wear the eagles did not no the chiefs just had the better quarterbacks 
Okay, yeah. Well, duh, cool. if you're going to put Jalen Hurts in, like <laughs> up against Patrick Mahomes, duh. Dude, I, I saw someone's... Now, okay, talk about a big grain of salt. Uh, I think it was Tim the Tatman. He put out his quarterback tier rankings. <laughs> and in S tier, it was Mahomes, Burrow, and Jalen Hurts. And? S tier should be Mahomes. Exactly. Uh, then I'd put Joe Burrow at a tier above the rest of the people. Agreed. Trent, where would you put the Eagles? Team tier. Uh, Andrew's nightmare. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're going to beat the Cowboys much- twice and, and also win the division. They never. When was the last time somebody beat? Like the other team twice in a season series between the Cowboys and the Eagles. Do you remember, Andrew, off the top of your head? This year, between the Cowboys and the Eagles? Yeah, it was like they split last year. Wasn't it 2020? Like the Cowboys Cowboys can't go under six and a half wins and beat the Eagles. That's just not going to (laughs) happen. I know for the Giants, Dak Prescott hasn't lost to the Giants since Obama was president. That's because when the Giants beat him, he was hurt. Anyways, let's continue. Exactly. All right, I'll, I'll pull it up and we'll come back to it. Um, so we've got Super Bowl or bust, and then honorable mention Andrew's nightmare for the Eagles. Where are we putting the Cowboys? Deep playoff runner bust. Mike McCarthy's playing for his job. I kind of think so too. I don't think it's Super Bowl or bust, but I think if they don't get to an NFC Championship, McCarthy's yeah. out, and you he just- has to have two playoff wins. Who, who's their defensive coordinator? Dan Quinn, the next coach of the Dallas Cowboys. He will be coached yep. by week had nine. Yep, had that calling since last year. He's by week nine? Next. By week nine, Dan Quinn will be the head football coach of the Dallas I Cowboys. Don't, nah, Jerry doesn't fire coaches midseason. He does when they're... He fired Wade Phillips midseason. Yeah, but that was a bad season, wasn't it? Um, What do you think this year is going to be? <laughs> I, I, Andrew's, I the, Andrew's over here saying it's the most talented team ever, and they're not going to win six games. <laughs> it's going to be it. To my tier, I think the Cowboys are a wild card team. Same old, same old. They'll get to the wild card oh, round. They might man. flash early in the year like they always do, and then some injuries and some other stuff happens, and then they lose in the wild card round. That's, Their first seven games are not easy. I wrote down same old Dallas Cowboys, so I'm with Alex on this one. That's okay. my tier. Same old. Um, so I looked up Cowboys versus Eagles historical to find out when was the last time one team beat the other one twice in a season. I had to go back very, very far. And it was two years ago. The Cowboys beat so the Eagles both times. Okay. I was curious. Yeah. So 2020. No, 2021, 2022 season. Was two Mark Sanchez ago. the quarterback? Close enough. Mark Sanchez. Uh, let's see. The second game was in January and the Cowboys beat them 51 to 26. Oh, I remember that game. That game was fun because we just kept putting it on it. And let's see. Who was the quarterback? Oh, it was Gardner Minshew. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah. Was he the quarterback for both? Hold on. I think he I'm might curious. be the best the best quarterback that never was. Like, I think he's much better than people give himself credit he for. He might our- start for the Colts. He's Anthony Richardson's been named Patrick. as the starter for week one. If he ever gets a chance, we'll he's got Ryan Fitzpatrick potential. Yeah. Yeah. Solid I hope, backup I hope we see Minshew, you know, under center for the Colts this year. But I don't know. I mean, in, he's an injury away. 
And All right, what about Anthony Giants? Irvin what do we think? Hmm. King of think, I was going to say wildcard team. Uh, I mean, that's what they were last year. They were wildcard team, and I I kind of feel the same about them this year. Maybe even a little bit better. I'll go wildcard team. Yeah, what do you think, Austin? I'll jump on the train. Yeah, I don't know if there's a... I don't think they're going to be mid, but I also wouldn't be... like If there was an in-between mid and wildcard team, I don't know. Is there is there a tier for a great coach meh team? We could make one. All right, we just win one. What would you great call coach that, meh team? A you team can. away from being for real. Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. Team away from being for real. <laughs> okay. I think. Yeah. If, I think if, that's the Giants. If Dable wasn't Daniel Jones' coach. Then I think Daniel Jones Daniel would be Jones out of the, would be out of the league. Yeah, we've seen that already with Jason Garrett and uh, Joe Judge. All right, Commanders. Mid, get a new stadium for if you want my opinion. Can we have their own? Can they have their own tier? And it's just they're just happy they have a new owner. Happy yeah, to, go for it. Just happy to be at the party. Yep, us Commanders. Because no yeah, one really cares about them until they get a new yeah. stadium and a new name. Because the commanders is a terrible name. Holy cow! It should be like mm-hmm. busy, go back to the busy a, settling honestly, lawsuits. Should be like the tier, right? There's a big petition for them to go back to the Redskins, and Native American tribes have signed off on it. So I've seen on. that. <laughs> I also, you guys know how close it was to just being Washington football team. That was I'd like that better than Commanders. Commanders. It was yeah. close, like. It was. It made it into like their final three names. Yeah, I guess sweatshirt the, just says the football team is. That's a pretty cool sweatshirt. I buy it. Yeah. yeah, we need to move. All right, on. one fantasy guy to watch. I, I was thinking the same thing, Trent. <laughs> I'm just. I. Yep. All right, one fantasy guy to watch. Um, from the from the division, from the whole division, you can pick anyone. And let's go with Austin. Yeah, for me, like, I think a good guy that you can get late, you know, in redraft and he will, you know, probably win you some games as a guy like Dallas Goddard, you know, you can get him in the later rounds um, when tight ends maybe aren't, you know, you, as soon as you lose out on Kelsey and Kittle, you could afford to wait a little bit. And Dallas Goddard is probably the most consistent tight end in the league with boom potential. And so he's not going to like win you the league, but as far as good value picks late that you can get, you know, Jalen Hurts is a Dallas Goddard fan. He stays healthy most of the time, and uh, he puts up touchdowns, and he puts up a lot of uh, catches as well, especially. So if you're in a tight end premium league, I would say you should buy him. Mm. Okay. Dallas Goddard. Alex, who do you have? I've got Jalen Hurts, and Andrew, go ahead and cue the music because I'm making the call. Jalen Hurts is winning the MVP this season in the NFL. And let me tell you why. So he made the Super Bowl last year. Like, okay, Alex, Jalen Hurts picking him as a fantasy player to watch. Not that big a deal. But he's sort of stewing over last year's Super Bowl loss. He's sort of viewing it as like his fault. That one fumble in the first half. Even though it wasn't really his fault, it's more the defense couldn't get a stop. 
But I think he's sort of been in the lab. He's been hearing all the noise that like last season was a fluke, yada, yada, yada. But I really think he's going to have a Lamar Jackson type season with the upside on the passing numbers there because he's just a better passer than Lamar Jackson is. I think he's just going to come out and ball. Like I am a full believer in Jalen Hurts. He doesn't turn the ball over that much. He didn't do it much in college, and he hasn't done it much in the NFL. And this is his third full season. He's got the same crew with him. Like he's ready to roll, and I'm ready to roll with him. He's sipping wow. the Jalen Hurts liquid IV. That's what he's sipping yes. on. <laughs> Yeah, he is. Hey, I'm just having hurts. We made the call the correctly. We did. That we was did the it. first perfectly executed making the call in, I think, 2023. That's why I was laughing because I was like, surely we're going to mess it up. <laughs> and we didn't. Good job, guys. All right, Trent, who do you have? Um, I got our guy, Danny Dimes. Mm. Floor. M- Michael Vick. Yeah, his floor. <laughs> <laughs> Keep him away from dogs. His floor is Dak Prescott. His ceiling is Josh Allen. <laughs> ceiling is Whoa. Josh Allen. Who's he going to okay. throw it to? He doesn't have I, to throw it. He can run. I don't disagree. I think I could see his ceiling is Josh Allen. I like that take. Wow. Floor Screw, is Dak yeah. Prescott. Ceiling is Josh Allen. Why not just Why not just make the ceiling Patrick Mahomes at this point? All right. Go for it, man. <laughs> why not? Let's do it. Uh, we got takes today. I see your Jalen Hurts MVP and raise you a Danny Dimes MVP. <laughs> I I tried to be reasonable, and then, and then we've had the last two. <laughs> I'm just like, so Jalen Hurts MVP odds is plus twelve hundred. Anyone want to guess what uh, Daniel Jones is? Plus five thousand. Plus ten thousand. Plus seventy five hundred. Oh, split the middle. All right. Yeah, right in the middle. There we go. Value. <laughs> Great value, babe. <laughs> value. <laughs> Putting a hundred bucks on it right now. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you won't. Oh man! You won't. If you put a hundred bucks on it, you don't have to buy me a, a box of diapers. If you have a gambling problem, please call one eight hundred Gambler. All right, my one fancy guy to watch is wide receiver Brandon Cooks, because last year the Cowboys had no one who could catch passes outside of Ceedee Lamb. And now they've got someone who can just stretch the field. And Jay, or Brandon Cooks has gotten like a thousand receiving yards for like five different teams. With awful teams. With awful teams and awful quarterbacks. And He'll he's gonna, right I knew that I knew that was coming. I walked right into that one. Uh, <laughs> Ouch. But he I think he's gonna pun intended cook this season. Cook. And you're looking at, you know, 11, 1,200 yards and six touchdowns at least. And that's a mm-hmm. wide receiver, two in fantasy. So Brandon Cooks, I'd be going out to buy him if you're in Dynasty. Yeah, He's going to have yeah. a good year. Late round so. pick. All right, betting picks. Trent, you want to go first? Uh, which division? Oh. NFC Duh. East. Uh, Cowboys exact finish, third place, plus 380. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I, might uh, I almost had to do my first ever bleep, but you punk. <laughs> have you ever Dang been it. bleeped? No. I've You're never so been close. bleeped on the podcast. Ne- neither have I. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think I'm in first place for that and Rosie's in second. Alex is in first place for bleeps, coughs, and burps. <laughs> <laughs> Just noises. <laughs> yeah. I got all the noises going on. <laughs> 
how always to my finish mic third. Can't fit up, my mic can't pick up my farts. <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't have the driver installed, so maybe that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. So Cowboys have finished third. You said plus 380? Yes, sir. Okay. Austin. Uh, Cowboys one, Eagles two, plus 250. See, I like that one better than Trent's. I got to be honest. I do too. I don't <laughs> think it's going to finish that way, but I hope it does. Why is it your betting? What? Come on, man. Because it's like, it's good value. Double. You can double your money. <laughs> All right, Alex. All right. So my pick is sort of a long shot. Insane value here, but I want the New York Giants to score one plus rushing TD in every regular season game, plus seven, uh, 7,500. Sorry, not 750, 7,500. I just went with that because the Giants just they don't have many passing TDs. Like they got Saquon, and uh, Daniel Jones is also a great rushing threat in the red zone. So that's why I went with it. That's like sneaky. That's good. Yeah, I mean, wait, what are the odds crazy. on that? Plus, Plus 7,500. 7, That's the same odds as Daniel Jones to win the MVP. Just double dip. Double I mean, dip. If they're scoring a rushing touchdown every thought, week. I thought Danny Dines was 75,000. 7,500. <laughs> <laughs> now Trent's really thinking about the $100 bet. <laughs> hey, babe, ignore, ignore the Bavada transfer you're going to see on our bank account tomorrow. <laughs> I think he's got it. He's got it in there. Probably. No. No. Not right now. I'm out. All right. My betting pick is uh, Brandon Cooks over 775 and a half receiving yards at minus 105. So even money. Boo. And it's it's not, you know, it's not plus 7,500 like Alex, but only 775 being his receiving yard total, which he's played nine seasons in the NFL and he's eclipsed a thousand six times. And last yeah. year he played 13 games for Houston, Houston. And in 13 that, yeah, games, that was he didn't have a QB and 13 games. He was at six ninety nine, So nice, he's a QB. Yeah. 80 yards away from that. So it's not a, it's not a high odds one, but I think it's a, it's a, a pretty good lock. So I'll go with that one. At least go plus, the, man. On the depth chart for the Cowboys, he's wide receiver two, probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. CeeDee okay. Lamb and then him and then Gallup and then Tolbert will be the top yeah. four. Tolbert, decent preseason. Mm-hmm. Great, yeah. great assault, but he's looking good. All right. Final prediction for division order. This should be fun. Who do we have winning the division? The Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles. The New York Giants. <laughs> I was going to go with the Cowboys, so I guess we're going with the Eagles. The New York football Giants. As, a, as the majority. Who do we have coming in second? The, the Philadelphia Eagles. The Dallas Cowboys. Well, no, you have to. So in this case, the Eagles are first. So you got to pick one of the other three teams. Right, the so Giants. we're going Giants, Trent. Dallas. Dallas. Are we really going to have to call Rosie on this? Call Rosie. Is he, is he working late? Should I still try? He said call I'm him. I'm going to tell you right now. He told you to. Giants. Oh, he did. Pick- yeah, he told you to call him for a tiebreaker. You're just trying not oh. to call him because you know he's going to pick the Giants. I didn't see the. I didn't see the text message. So I didn't glad. see the text message. I'll call so him right now. I'm glad that you go. care about our chat enough to call read your text him. messages. Well, Alex has us muted most of the time. So I'm gonna. Yeah, Alex is busy doing other things. All right, I'm calling him. I'm. I'm honestly addicted to. 
do not disturb. Alex, I honestly don't know what you do for work. So, like, why do you have your phone? <laughs> I don't want to explain what I do for work. I really didn't see the text right message. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Text, text me individually. Hey, so we're predicting the division order for the NFC East. Right now we have the Eagles winning it, but we're split 2-2 on who's going to come in second. Two votes for the Cowboys, two votes for the Giants. I gotta go Cowboys. Oh, my, man. Oh, come on. my man. My man. Thank you, buddy. Love you. Bye. Awesome. Oh, the surprise of the millennium. Okay, if the millennium is a little stretch. So are we going with um Giants, Giants, Giants third? And third? Yeah. <laughs> I really thought he was gonna say the, the Giants. <laughs> Because he's not dumb. Like, of course, the Cowboys are a better team than the Giants. Yeah. All right. Over on flip it. Flip it. Buying the quarterback. (laughs) Eagles over under win total 11 and a half. Oh, I think I took the over on another pod. 11 and a half. Yeah, I'm going over slightly. It's a good line. It's a really good line. I'm going over. Trent? Under. I'm also going under. I know. You're shocked. Cowboys, nine and a half. That's a tough. Trent? Under. (laughs) Just want to get that out of the way. Nine and eight. Nothing if not consistent. Austin? I'm going over. I got to go over. Got a boy. Giants, seven and a half. Over. (laughs) I'm going over as well, actually. I was going to go over, too. Alex, Giants seven and a half. Seven and a, over. All of us going over. Smash the over. Rosie would be like having an aneurysm. Commanders over under six and a half. Under. Slightly over. I'm going over. I'm going over as well. I'm going to go under. You'll see. Okay. I think they're going to be bad. All right. That's it for the NFC East. Let's talk about the uh, AFC East. But before we do, Already? about our friends over at Liquid IV. I've got the white peach sitting right behind me. Uh, Austin, you are you had a shipment come in late last week, right? I did, and I just made another order today for their new kids line that they're doing. Oh. So. To all the dads out there, they've got a brand new line of, of kid-flavored Liquid IV. Um, it's on, it's unlike beta testing, but since I've ordered, I can try it early. So. Oh, it's really? Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's what you got to do. You go order... Something for yourself. Order, you know, sugar-free yeah. lemon lime or, you know, Trent's favorite, the acai berry. And then hey, you can go get the kids flavors, which I saw some of them. They have like bubble gum and like, you know, they got, lots of. They got apple. They got cotton candy. They got banana. They got tropical punch. They got Concord grape. And I think that's all. There you go. All those flavors. I don't know why the kids get all the good flavors, but go try them. Maybe you just get them for yourself, even if you don't have kids. Uh, go use code MTC whenever you do. You get twenty percent off. Liquid IV hydrates you twice as fast as water alone. It has three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. Go try Liquid IV today and get twenty percent off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code MTC at checkout. That's twenty percent off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code MTC at liquidiv.com. AFC East. The last division, gentlemen, seven divisions down, one to go. How 2022 went for these teams. 
Buffalo went 13 and three and lost in the divisional round to the Bengals. Miami went nine and eight and lost in the wild card round to the Bills. New England went eight and nine and missed the playoffs, and the New York Jets went seven and ten. How this division has changed, the Bills drafted tight end Dalton Kincaid and brought in running back Damian Harris. They also lost linebacker Tremaine Edmonds in free agency. Miami drafted running back Devon A-Chain and traded for cornerback Jalen Ramsey, who's going to be out until like late December. And they're going to they're going to trade for Jonathan Taylor too. A-Chain might be out. They are. And they might trade for Jonathan Taylor. We're going to get into that. Uh, (laughs) New England, little town in Buffalo. Uh, New England brought in Bill O'Brien to be an actual offensive coordinator. They also drafted wide receiver Kayshawn Bouti, signed running back Ezekiel Elliott, wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster, and tight end Mike Gusecki. They also lost wide receiver Jacoby Myers and running back Damian Harris in free agency. And then the Jets traded for quarterback Aaron Rodgers, and they also brought in wide receiver Alan Lazard, wide receiver Randall Cobb, wide receiver Mikkel Hardman, and running back Dalvin Cook. Greg Jennings too, or no? Yeah, did, um, did Donald Driver come out of retirement? <laughs> or Jordy Nelson? Let's Jordy just Nelson. Him. Let's just add him. Would not surprise me. Maybe they're they're going to be like a late late in the season. They're going to be like Gronk coming out of retirement for the Bucks. Brett Favre is going to come out to back up Aaron Rodgers now. <laughs> <laughs> That's if he can secure the backup spot over Zach Wilson, and if he's not, you know, like in prison. I think Brent Favre would just have to be worried about his mom. So, yeah. Uh, one big question for each team. We'll start with the Bills. Don't Can the good. offense support any other fancy relevant player outside of Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs? Uh, Depends what you think I mean, of James Cook. I'd say yes, just because Josh Allen is that good. And if he finds another target he likes, I mean, wide receiver 30 to 25-ish, not out of the question, right? I mean, they're going to produce, so. Just feel as, feels like we've been waiting for like a Gabe Davis to take form or James Cook or. Well, James Cook was a rookie last year, so like. Well, sneak or whoever. Preview, I gotta keep going. Just like there hasn't been a fantasy relevant running back, wide receiver two or tight end in the Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs era. Yeah, LaShawn McCoy was the start, wasn't he? I think was Damian Harris. I don't know. I thought he was gone. He might be. I'm still sort of a believer in Damian Harris. Like I think he could still be a top 15 fantasy running back. He's number two on the depth chart. Over he he's below James Cook right now. That's what I I believe so. I thought James Cook was getting starter reps. He has. Yeah. Yeah. Well, either way, that's Buffalo. They're gonna split it. Until Jonathan Taylor comes to town. I don't know. Yeah. Trent, what do you think? Like, I just don't know if Josh Allen or Stefan Diggs, like outside of those two, is anyone on this team worth getting in fantasy? Um, no. Okay. There you go. You're welcome. There you go. <laughs> All right, Miami. Uh, so I've got a main question and then kind of a bonus question. So main question is if Tua is healthy, are they a legit Super Bowl contender in the AFC? No. No. God no. God no. no. You don't think so? No. I honestly think Tua flashed last year, but 
I don't think he's going to. Oh, his life flashed before his eyes last year. If that's what you're talking about, jeez. I mean, when he was healthy, he was a good quarterback. But I just don't. I don't see it. I like Mike McDaniel's. I want him to succeed because he's he's just a bro. But I don't know, man. I don't believe in Tua. I don't know, man. Dolphins might be Super Bowl contenders without Tua. That's how bad he is. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. That's that's a little ridiculous. Who's the, who's number two? Who's their, ba- who's their backup? QB? Oh, I know who. No- I know who the number two is. It's I don't two. know who it is, but he probably throws right-handed, and that's all you need. Show me a <laughs> left-handed quarterback that's who won the Super Bowl. Lefty thing? The backup is Mike White. Ooh. 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 <laughs> okay. okay, take it back. Trent's completely right. Here, yeah. <laughs> Mike White. Book it went to a uh, retires week two. Mike White's leading him to a fifteen and two season. <laughs> that boy can sling it, you know? I mean, okay. Could you imagine Mike White with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle? <laughs> Mike White in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Beats Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Mike White's Mike White's gonna be on that what was that like uh conference championship graphic the year when the Eagles won it. And it was like Tom Brady, Nick Foles, Blake Bortles, Blake Bortles. and Case Keenum. <laughs> yeah. That was a wild. What a wild playoff. Yeah. I still can't believe that the Jags have been to an AFC championship game in my lifetime. That's nuts. Yeah. All right. Next Blake. up, New England. Uh, what sort of expectation do you have for the offense under Bill O'Brien? As long as Mac Jones is quarterback subpar. Okay. Yeah, Trent. they're going to be mid. I think Bill Belichick is sort of falling off a cliff here. I don't know how many years he has left. Their defense is still going to be like middle of the pack, maybe top 10-ish, but the offense I just don't believe in. Tom Tom Brady made Bill Belichick. That's just we've seen it now for you know a couple of years. Mm. I mean, yeah, I agree. Like He was not really that great of a coach until Tom Brady showed up, so I agree with Lawson. I mean, yeah, like he did a lot with – I mean, he had Tom Brady, and that was it for you know a few of those Super Bowl teams. But like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he got to the Browns to the playoffs that one year. But other than that, he's always built good defenses. That's one thing. Credit to Bill Belichick. You know, as bad as they have been, their defense has always been stout. But yeah, you take Tom Brady out of Bill Belichick, and we obviously see who shine more. So, yep. Trent, you look like you were waiting to say something. I just want the Patriots to punt on the season. Throw Malik Cunningham in there. Not not Zappy? Not the Zapster? No. Give me Malik Cunningham and dude's electric. Man, Zappy <laughs> was electric last year. You remember those two weeks? Honestly, if the Patriots were smart, they should tank for Caleb. Like get Malik. Caleb in there with Bill Belichick and let's see what they can really do. Malik Cunningham. That, you need to have a receiver first. Completed three or four passes for nineteen yards and ran five times for thirty four yards, including a nine yard touchdown. Beast. So he's Daniel Jones. Beast. No, he's not. He's <laughs> so preseason stats Lamar Jackson, Cunningham, but not Justin Fields. Okay, got it. <laughs> Don't know. I'm not going there. <laughs> I want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, worst, guys. My question for the Jets is: Could the Jets have the best offense in the AFC East? Yes. No. Oh, AFC East. I thought you said AFC. Yeah, they could have the best offense in the AFC East pretty easily. Yes, they could. I do think they're slightly overrated, though. I think that they're, I think they're one of the most polarizing teams because I'll I'll see takes where people think 
you know, they're they're like up there with the Chiefs and the Bengals in the AFC. And then I'll see takes where it's like Rodgers is washed and this team's not going to win eight games. Like, I don't know. I feel like I, I see takes on both ends of the spectrum more with the Jets than with any other team this year. So maybe they're, maybe that's the definition of king of mid. Who knows? We'll get to it. Uh, speaking of that, let's go to the team tiers. So we added one in the NFC East. And that was, or actually we added two, a team away from being for real and happy to be at the party. So with those in mind, what team tier are we giving the Buffalo Bills? Rosie's side hoe. (laughs) (laughs) The dude lives and dies off his Buffalo Bills takes. A running back away from being for real. That's what we'll call it. They're not. I don't think they are, though. I think oh, this is a little town Buffalo. That's that was that reference. I don't even know if they fit into any of these. I kind of like the rosy side hoe. Yeah, if I would do like pick out of these, I'd do like deep playoff runner bust. I don't think there's. I don't know if that team is good enough to win a Super Bowl. Are we talking Bills? Yeah. Uh, okay. My bad. That, my uh, sound went away for a second. No, you're good. What team tier would you put the Bills in, Alex? I'm going to go division favorites. Like, I agree. I don't think I wouldn't put them uh, as Super Bowl favorites just because the Chiefs are in that same division, but they're in that same, yeah, yeah, whatever, conference. But I think they're going to at least win the division for the AFC East, even though it has been a crapshoot the last couple of years. They've sort of beat up on each other, but. I'm taking the Bills. That's safe. I like that. I mean. So are you changing your vote, Austin, to division yeah, favorite? I'm going to switch it to division favorite. Because honestly, I mean, the AFC is so deep. Like, I don't, I mean, Buffalo could lose round one. Who knows? So. All right. We'll go with this division favorite. Uh, honorable mention, Rosie Sideho. Cool. Uh, let's go with the Dolphins, Miami. A QB away from being for real. <laughs> And I actually believe that. I'm going to go wild card team. It's because I think they have a solid team around them. Good coach. It's just all dependent on Tua's health, and you can't really depend on that. But I still think they can win nine games, even without if Tua's out for a couple games, Mike White might get in there. Is nine games for real, though? Is nine games? What do you mean is nine games? So, like, if they're quick, like, if you're saying, like, if you like, I expect to at least it. play half the season, and in those half games, like he goes six and three, and then like he gets another concussion, and then like Mike White gets in there. I still see Mike White; he can win a couple games there, and like they get to nine and eight. That's about the wild card. So, yeah. Okay, so we have. Quarterback away from being for real and wildcard team. Trent, what do you think? I'm going quarterback away from being real. I think top to bottom are the most talented team in the division, but I, two was, I, no, no. You are also, early H, on that. If A chain is gone, like, that was probably your most explosive rusher. No, they're getting well, JT. I was about to say, let's talk about that. Are they getting yeah. Jonathan Taylor? Yeah. The Dolphins? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Is that Can a real rumor? Yeah, that's a real rumor. 
That came out the day that he got okayed for the trade request. Well, they had to give up for him, like a first rounder. Yeah, I'd do that. That's what they want. So, Trent, if they get Jonathan Taylor, does that change your expectation or like your like ceiling for this team? Or is it like you're you're so down on Tua that it doesn't matter if they have Barry Sanders? Any every time you. Add a player like Jonathan Taylor, you, your ceiling goes up. You bump to wild card. Yeah, yeah, I'll bump him to wild card if that happens. Okay. All right. What about? Um, I'll go with QB away from being for real as well. What about New England? Man. I think yeah. If they're smart, they would tank for Caleb. I agree with you, Alex, on that. But let me create won't. a a new tier. They're just meh. Like think of mid. That's mid. I guess that's mid. I guess that's in They're the same worse category. Than mid, though. An offense away from being for real? Because <laughs> their defense yeah. is always... Yeah. Like, I don't, Bill. How young are they? I don't even know who their receivers are, really. Their running backs, meh. Like, Kayshawn Booty, Tyquan Thornton, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. That's... I just I don't believe in uh, Mac Jones, so... Who's, who's running the ball? Oh, yeah. Ramondre and, and, and Zeke. Zeke is getting a lot more touches. Oh, yeah, Zeke. Forgot about Zeke. He's Zeke. I, I'm going with King of, King of Mid. So, yeah, put me in that same category. That makes sense. Okay. And then, finally, the Jets. Deep playoff Trey. runner bust. Okay. I believe. Deep playoff runner bust. I'm gonna go wild card team with the upside of a deep playoff run, but I really got to see what they look like the first couple weeks to really get a full feeling on them. Like the defense could be good. really good or it could be really bad. Like it just doesn't work out. Like these are all new players, new team, pretty much. Like the defense, the defense is solid. They're gonna be good there. They're gonna be good. It's just the the offense is a major question mark. Like Aaron Rodgers could be bad. You don't. Like he wasn't that good last year. What if he's just the same as he was last year? Like just sort of okay, like average. That could definitely yeah. happen. Trent, you're an Aaron Rodgers guy now. <laughs> Did hell freeze over? Now that he's no longer in your division. I he's like no longer him. a cheese head. I like Aaron Rodgers. Um if I if I could have told you that like this time last year when we were previewing the NFC North. And if I could have told you that one year from now, you would be like, I like Aaron Rodgers on this very podcast. You would not believe me. All right, fine. <laughs> he had a kid. Um, I'm going with <laughs> Psychedelic Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because okay. I, I, I personally that category. I personally have never done psychedelics. I have told I have been told that you either have the time of your life or it's an absolute nightmare. And Shoes I can see, fun. I can see the jet season either being really good or really terrible. Alex, shut up! No, 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 Trent, Trent, <laughs> Alex, shut up! Trent, you easy. should try. Easy, <laughs> easy. easy. <laughs> okay, first of all, just think, Troom, just think, just think, guys. This is a family not, pod. Th- yeah, it's a family pod. Trooms grow Code from MTC the ground. Code MTC at liquidiv.com, twenty percent off. Liquid Dude, IV. 
Liquid IV is made from probably the same <laughs> new liquid easy, IV easy. flavor. No, no, psych- no, no, no. Psychedelic adventure. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. Trent, you need to try save some this. Terms. Save this for when we launch the Patreon. Okay. <laughs> Do you, are we going to launch the Patreon? TBD. Uh, we need followers first. I think psychedelic adventure. I love that that's, pick. That's the play here. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> that might be Trent's best, like custom tier. It's like boomer bust, but like to another level. I yeah, take some shrimps right now. All right, yeah. one fantasy guy to watch. Trent, Wait, you have you some. Got, you, I don't. Guys, guys, please just text about it. <laughs> I already texted Alex about drugs on our texts plan. are not live on YouTube. Um, <laughs> fantasy player. <laughs> this pod was going so well. Like it was, it was one of our best. I might believe what Alex said, just so our listeners don't know what he said. Like at the very end. Okay, one fantasy guy to watch. Trent, who do you have? Uh, I'm going with Jalen Waddle. I think he's going to take a massive step this year, and I could see him being a top three receiver. Jalen Waddle. I love that pick. I've been trying to get him in every league that I have, but the problem with Jalen Waddle is everyone loves him. And everyone's high on him, so you can't, you just can't get a trade done. It just doesn't happen. It's a good pick, though. I like that. Austin, who do you have? I mean, Garrett Wilson, 1,100 yards last year with a quarterback disaster situation. MVP only makes it better. So look him to be wide receiver one on that team, top 15 probably in the league for fantasy. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say my betting pick now because it ties into your fantasy guy. I've got Garrett Wilson under seven and a half touchdowns at minus 115. Under? Yeah. I like it. Mm. Aaron Rodgers brought his guys to New York for a reason. I wish Rosie was here. Also, Garrett Wilson last year when he was the guy, there was no one else to throw to. He had four receiving touchdowns. And yes, his quarterback got better, but he's not doubling that in year two with more competition. Okay. Nice. Alex, Alex, who's your fancy guy to watch? If he gets fifteen hundred yards, who counts? I sort of went outside of the box on this pick. I went with uh, Khalil. Shit, I don't know how to say his last Khalil- name. Oh, Shakira, God, dear lord. <laughs> but um, he's wide receiver three right now for the Buffalo Bills. He's the he's going to be the slot. He was a rookie last year, never really broke through, but. I'm going with the uh, sort of caveat that there's sort of a trouble in paradise thing with Stefan Diggs and the Bills right now. Like, yeah, he's trying to say the right things with the media right now, but I really don't know if Stefan Diggs wants to be there. And Josh Allen's going to need some guys to f- feed it to. And he likes the middle of the field slot guys like this guy. And I think if he's got the playbook under his belt, from last year like he didn't play at all so this year he's got something to prove he's wide receiver three like i think he could break onto the scene maybe be a wide receiver 40 to 30 ish just because the bills are going to be a good offense no matter what with josh allen so i think just put him under the guys to watch maybe store on your bench and then eventually late in the season he might be a flex option for you and then okay. later, if you're in a dynasty league, he might eventually be like a wide receiver two, three, like, you know. Okay. Well, I'm going with his teammate, uh, Stefan Diggs, because like my question for this team, I think 
until this offense proves that it can feed multiple mouths, Stefan Diggs is going to continue to eat. So even though he's what, 28 or 29 or whatever, go get Stefan Diggs. He's still going to be a top guy in 2023. Betting picks. I already said mine, Garrett Wilson under seven and a half receiving, or I'm sorry, under, yeah, under seven and a half receiving touchdowns, minus 115. Alex, what do you have? Uh, I got any Buffalo Bills player to have 12-plus rushing or receiving TDs just because I think they're going to have a solid offense and they're going to have a couple mouths to feed, and I think at least one of them is going to get 12 rushing or receiving TDs. That's a lot. Yeah, it's not that much. I mean, they play 17 games. Diggs had 11 last year, so he would need one more than last year. Okay. And how many... How many rushing touchdowns did Josh Allen have? That's what I was about to look up. But also, that's um, uh, that his career plus, high is nine. And just FYI, that bet is plus three ninety. Okay, so it's not. Crazy. It's a long shot, but it could happen. If Diggs was one away last year, I could see it. And there's no trouble in paradise. Yes, uh, Trent, what do you have? Uh, I got Jalen Waddle to lead the division in receiving yards, plus a thousand. What? Really? Yeah. That's wow. It's uh Tyreek Hill is the favorite and then okay. Garrett Wilson and then I think Jalen Waddle. Garrett Wilson Waddle. over Stefan Diggs. That's surprising. Oh, Steph- no no no, okay. It was it was Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddle, I Jared. believe. Plus I don't have it in front of me, but that Plus a thousand, great. I like. I mean, that's yeah, that's, that's just a good value. It's a long shot, points. but if Ty- if Tyreek Hill goes down, with an injury or something, okay, sign me up. Well, and even if he doesn't, I mean, how close were their yards last year? Let's see. Waddle was one thousand three hundred and fifty-six, and Tyreek Hill was one thousand seven hundred and ten. So he had four hundred yards on him. I could see it. I like that one, Austin. What about you? I am taking Brees Hall over seventy-five yards in eight games at plus three fifty. Okay. You know, I think he's an explosive running back. I don't make too much of the Dalvin Cook signing. Um, you know, especially hmm. it looks like Brees is going to be on track to play week one. Yeah. Um, you know, they might ease him into it, but, you know, he looked really good last year, and I think he'll build on that this year and a team that got better. So they won't be as one-dimensional. So yeah. I look for that to happen. All right, real quick, final prediction for division order. Who do we have winning this division? The Bills. I'm going Bills. Same. Mm, I'll go Bills. Okay. Number two. The Jets. Miami. Dolphins. I'm taking the Jets. Two we two. have two votes for the Dolphins. Make I, I haven't given my vote yet. Make Rosie pick. Uh, I'll go to Dolphins. Dang it. Yeah, I want to say the Jets, but I think it's the Dolphins. So then, do we have the Jets and then the Pats? So you're not yes. taking you're not taking the psychedelics, man. Well, it's just you know it could be one or it could be another. I wanted that's, to put the Jets as the division winner, but I felt like that's too much. So over under picks: Bills ten and a half. Over. Over. Under. I think they get ten wins exactly. I think so too. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, uh, Miami nine and a half under. 
Under. Nine under. Team. Okay, we're all going think? under. New England, uh, seven and a half. Uh, are they, is the defense going to be bad enough? I'm going to go under. I think, they go, I think they go over. I think they go eight and nine. I I'm think going, it's seven and ten. Yeah. Under. Not, yeah. Okay, all of you are under. I'll go over. And then Jets, nine and a half. Smash the over. Under. Under. Nine and eight. I'll go. I'll go. Oof. This team is too talented. I feel like I have to go games. over because. No, I have to go under because I picked the Jets to finish behind Miami. So yeah, I'll go under. So Austin is going over. Everyone else is going under. Um, that's it, boys. Trent, do you have a dad joke? Yes? Did you hear about the award given to the inventor of the knock-knock joke? It doesn't ring a bell. No, it is the Nobel Prize. Ah, huh. I like that one. Oh, he's looking. Do you have another one? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, the other one was kind of Do lame. it. Do it. I used to be a personal trainer. Then I put in my two-week notice. <laughs> that's a good one. All right, that's oh, going to do it for this week's episode of Making the Call. We'll be back next week talking college football. Might have a few other topics, but it'll be a college football-heavy podcast. And then, gentlemen, the week after, week one preview, NFL. We're almost there. We're so close. So we are done with the division previews. Then we'll be talking about games, money lines, over-unders, all that fun stuff. So I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Uh, Thank you to everyone who tuned in on the YouTube. Thank you to everyone who's listening to us in podcast form. Make sure you rate and review us on Spotify or Apple. Make sure you subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform. Give us that five-star rating. Subscribe to the Substack. Uh, We're going to have a lot of stuff rolling out there this fall. Uh, You'll see an announcement about that here coming up in the next week or so. Uh, So subscribe to that so you don't miss it. Subscribe to the YouTube. We'll be doing more stuff there during the NFL season. I hope everyone has a fantastic rest of the week, and we will see you next time.